starting now on Daf uh, Yud Aleph. And it goes like this. Amar Rav Bar Everyone's got it? Amar Rav Chama Bar Guria Amar Rav. Kol ear, any city, shegagoteha givohim ibeta knesset, whose roofs are higher than a shul, l'sov chareva. In the end, the city will be destroyed. Shenemar l'romemet beit elokeinu ulhamid et chorvotav. We're going to uplift the house of our God, and we're going to uplift, we're going to rebuild the ruins. Which sounds like that if we won't uplift, there will be ruins. Which means that Beit Knesset is supposed to be more prominent and higher and more respected than all other houses in the city. There's a whole discussion of how come today it's not necessarily so. Uh, one answer is we're amongst goyim, and there's anyway houses that are higher. That's the simplest answer. But one should be careful on this topic, if they can, that the shul should be higher. Next, v'hanim That's talking about the houses. That means they used to have on top of their houses certain type of extras, protectives, or things like that. That means if someone has an antenna that's higher than the shul, that's not considered a, a, a higher, because that's not considered a usage, etc., um, okay, next. I was once told, I don't know if, that the reason why Lahavdil, the Gentile house of worship, always has a high peak is because they wanted to be higher than the shuls. But it's interesting here that it seems like it doesn't work because if it's these kind of things that are not usable, it really doesn't count anyway. So therefore, it would not, it would defeat the purpose. Okay. Amar Ana I'm responsible that the town of Mata Machasya was not destroyed because uh, I made sure that they didn't make their houses higher than the shul. But it was destroyed. It ended up getting destroyed. So the answer is avon It wasn't destroyed because of that sin. That means there was another sin that caused it, but I mean at least I didn't make it be destroyed. So now the Gemara continues and says, when the top of Dafir Alf and Alf, the Gemara continues and says, Once we're talking about this rabbi, we continue. And it says, Tachat Yishmaeli, which means that I would rather, I would rather be under the Muslim rule. Lo Tachat Nochrim is not, not Tachat Romaim, which means Western civilization. The Peleoites quotes this Gemara and says, throughout the generations, Kalal Yisrael was more successful when, religious-wise, when they were in a Muslim country. Because the Muslims were a religious country as well. And when we were in Western civilization, that's when we started to assimilate. Which is where the, uh, the, uh, the whole Haskalah started in Western civilization, which possibly caused the Holocaust, etc. Peleoites in his time says, if you have a choice, try to live in a country that is less westernized. Because those dangers, he brings this Gemara, that's how he explains this Gemara. Furthermore, Tachat Nochri, which means under the Romans or Western civilization, below Tachat Chabar, was a certain type of Persian uh, ruffians that were very destructive. Tachat Chabar, below Tachat Talmid Chacham, which means better be controlled by these Persians and not con- under uh, uh, control of the Talmid Chacham, which means don't Start up with a Talmud Chacham. Don't be in a situation where Chas v'Shalom, you're not going to properly respect him, 
because that's going to cause a punishment. So it's more dangerous. And lastly, even if you have to be in a situation where you may be, you're going to uh, get into an issue with a Talmud Chacham, but do not be in a situation where you're squabbling with the Atom or an Amana. Take any type of sickness, not the sickness of the stomach. That means, uh, it seems it was, it, it was a very uncomfortable in those days, especially where bathrooms were not accessible, a person had a chole me'ayim, he was in constant difficulty going in, going out. The Gemara talks about that where Rabbeinu HaKadosh suffered from chole me'ayim, from stomach illnesses. Kol ka'ev, any, any uh, ache, v'lo ka'ev lev, any pain, so to say, not have heart pain. Kol me'chush, which means a, just a, an ache, not a headache. Take any evil, but not the evil of a difficult woman. And it's unbelievable, I'm not going to go into each one, but almost every single one of these I have an application for our current current events, but not for now. Same rabbi, if all the oceans were ink, Va'agamim and all the marshes were kumusim, were, 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 uh, quills. Vishamayim yidiot, and I would have the heaven would be my backdrop. Vichobne adam, lavlarin, and all the people, all the people would be scribes. And normally you would say, we couldn't describe the greatness of Hashem, that's not what it says. Ein maspikim lichtov chalalashal rashut. You want to understand the depth of the king and the government that has to control the country? You can't imagine. Which means that there is so much going on to run a country, says the Meiri. Don't start thinking you can understand what's going on. There's, there's the health. There's the, there's the economy. There's so many things going on. Just accept and respect what they're doing because there's no way to understand it. That's conspiracy. Huh? That's conspiracy. Yeah. My what's the pasuk? Larum. The heavens to the ups, the and the earth to the depths, the lev melachim ein cheker. There's no end to the heart of a king. Amar machasya, amar rav chama, baguri amar rav. Yafet tanit chalom keesh l'neoret. That means if you fast and you had a bad dream, it's like fire burning uh, flax, which is very flammable, which means it's going to get rid of the bad dream. Amrav Chizda, Ubo Bayom. It has to be on that day. Amrav Yosef, Afilu Bishabbat. Even on Shabbat, someone should fast at Tanit Chalom. Bishub Raider of Idi Ikla Be'er of Ashi. One rabbi visited Rav Ashi. Abdele Igla Tilta. They prepared for this, Rav Ashi prepared for him a choice piece of meat. Amrav Luta Marmidi, please taste something. Amrav Luta Tanit, I'm fasting at him. Amrav Luta Losa Vlamal, Hadav Yudah. You can go and push off a fast day under certain circumstances. We'll pray and do it later. I'm a little no. It's a dream fast. I can't push that off. There's the power to burn like fire burns flax. on the same day. So therefore, I can't push you off this fast. Mishnah said, If you started one of the things to talk about, haircuts and so on, you don't have to stop. And then it says, 
So when I says Hatan Le Reish Eim Afsikin, why does it say Eim Afsikin and then uh, again Eim Afsikin? When I says Seifa Ataan Le Divrei Torah, the end of the Mishnah is coming to tell us a chidush that these things uh, that we spoke about that you can't do at the time of Mincha, the two matter fell. It's learning, and when he's learning, he stops to say Kriyat Shema, but not to pray. So when he's learning, stop for Kriyat Shema, not for pray. The Tanya Chaverim, Shoskim B'Torah, we'll see who that means, these great Matmidim that were learning, Mafsikim L'Kriyat Shema, they would stop for Kriyat Shema, Ve'em Mafsikim L'Tefillah. They stop for Kriyat Shema when they're learning, and they don't stop for Tefillah. What's the difference? Because, uh, possibly Kriyat Shema is from the Torah, and, and Tefillah is not. Possibly Kriyat Shema is a set time, and Tefillah does not. These people that don't stop is Toratan Umanutan. That's their whole life. Kogon Anu, that means the time of the Gemara already, because if we take breaks for other things, we take breaks for that. There's something that you can't stop when you're learning for anything. Torah Tomunatol doesn't stop for anything. Not even for Kriyat Shema. They had to add a month to the year. involved in that adding the month. It seems that's so important. It's affecting the holiday season and everything else. We cannot uh, take a chance with that and just go straight through. New Mishnah. Mishnah now is talking about different types of geders that Chachamim made which is to, co- to prevent us from being mechalel Shabbat because you forgot. We don't want a tailor to go out with his needle on Friday afternoon. Why? He'll keep walking with his needle. Not a scribe with his quill. We'll see exactly if it's in his hand. Good question. Izzy wants to know what does Samuch mean? Very good. Half an hour, very good. Good question, good answer, very nice. The Gemara says, um, not to scribe with his quill. We don't want you to, to start going through your, checking your clothing for lice, because you need candlelight, you're gonna tilt the candle. The, the teacher, can watch with the kids reading. Because he can look over them and he's like the Shomer. He shouldn't read. We'll see what this means a little later. Another similar type of issue of Gezerot. We want a Zav eating with a Zava, which is basically one of the Harchakot of the laws of Nida that they can't eat together because it might come to something. We learned in Mishnah Neruvin. I don't want you standing and drinking from Rishut Rabim, obviously, because we're going to take the water out. He's allowed to drink, because once he's inside, then he's going to, uh, he's going to remember. Um, Right. So we don't want him just to lean over. Technically, that might be okay if he doesn't take it over the line. We're afraid. That's the point over here. We don't want you to just put your hand in and drink with your head over unless you're leaning because we're afraid you're going to carry without realizing. And the same is true by a wine press. We'll see what that means. 
Right now we're thinking the same is true means don't lean over a wine press. We made a gezeira that you shouldn't carry from Rishut Echid to Rishut Rabin. What about when it comes to Kamalit? And by he, Kamalit is the same as Shut Rabin. Rabbi what do you mean? He gufa gezeira. Kamalit is the Rabbanan. There's a rule you don't make a gezeira on a gezeira. So since Kamalit is the Rabbanan, we're not going to make a gezeira that we're afraid if you stick your head into the, over the, over the pit or over the wine press, we're not going to make the gezeira by Kamalit. Abayah says, no, I do it also. I'm Abayah, how do I know it? It says the same is true by a gat. My gat, what is the gat? Is it Rishut Ha'achid Tanina? Is it Rishut Ha'abim Tanina? We already listed, don't go from Rishut Ha'achid to Rishut Ha'abim or vice versa. Allah Karmelit. The reason why we said V'chein Begat is because the wine press is, is in a Rishut Carmelite, that's where it's in. And therefore, Abaye backs himself up that even a Carmelite, we made a decree. Rav Amar, Vechein Begat, Linyan Maaser. When we say Vechein Begat, we're talking about Maaser. Not talking about Shabbat. That was the Chidush of the God. The God's not adding Carmelite. The God is a whole new story about Maaser. Give you a moment of background. When a person, uh, has fruit or whatever it may be, grapes, wheat, he has to take Maaser. Now, if a person is eating a snack, that means he's in the field, and he's eating what's called an achilat aray, he does not have to take maaseh. Achilat keva he does. So now the Quran is going to discuss a gezerah that we're going to make by the wine press about, about, uh, being careful not to get into a problem of achilat keva, and we make a gezerah. So the Vachain Begat was not talking about another Shabbat gezerah, and therefore, Abaye wanted to say it's adding Carmelite, but rather it's talking about a Maaser Gezeira. You allow to drink wine over the wine press. Whether you added cold or hot water. Upator, and you don't have to take to Masrot because it is a, a temporary. He says, no, you have to. Achamim say it depends. Alachamim, if it's hot, chayav. Alatzonen, patur. Why? When you add hot water, you have to finish up the whole jug because if you add it back into the into the pit, it's going to ruin the wine. Cold, you might just take a sip and pour it back. So therefore, the chachamim made a gezera when it comes to the wine because we're afraid you're going to return it back and 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 it was a keva when you thought it was not right. Okay, new story. So again, we're on the discussion of what? Do I make a gezera le gezera or not on the case of the Rabbanans? Tanan. Lo yetze I don't want a tailor to go out with his needle. Samuch lecha sheikha. Shem yishkach Now we're assuming where does the tailor keep his needle? We're assuming he keeps it in his lapel. If that's the case, it's a double gezera. Because when you walk out with a needle, it's only the Rabbanan, that's not the way you carry it. And yet we're telling you, don't put the needle in, because maybe you walk outside, but even if I do walk outside, it's only the Rabbanan, so it seems like I'm making a double gezerah. Lo, the nakit day. We're talking about, he's holding it in his hand. He's holding it in his hand. The Rabbanan says, that the, he's holding it in his hand, that's what we're afraid of, which would be a Doraita. What? Hmm? Okay. The Quran says, Tashma. I'm going to have a 
bright that says, Lo Don't walk out when it's in your lapel. My law better Shabbat Lo. We're telling you, don't walk out in your lapel on Shabbat, which is a again at one gazeta. So I'll tell you, you can't walk out Erev Shabbat in your hand. I can't walk out on Shabbat when it's in my lapel. Both of them are single gazetas. I have a bright that says, no, don't walk out in your lapel on Erev Shabbat. That's a double Gezerah. No, it's not a double Gezerah. A tradesman, even though if I walk out with a pencil behind my ear, I'm not Chayav. But an accountant walks out with a pencil behind his ear, he is Chayav. So the time, he shouldn't walk out with a needle in his, in his lapel. Lo nagar b'kisem shibos. No, the carpenter shouldn't have some kind of a ruler behind his ear. Lo sorek b'mishichah. The fellow that uh, does something with tailoring shouldn't have a, 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 a thread behind his ear. Lo gardi, something that weaves, gon bi'ira. It's a certain type of uh, tool he uses, uh, like a lady that needle points and keeps the needle behind their ear. And a fellow that sells a garment shouldn't walk around with a swatch. Uh, and so to a banker shouldn't walk out with a coin. All those, there's still only the Rabbanans. says, no. So when we talked about Erev Shabbat, not to walk out in the tailor in his lapel... It's because if he walks out of the palace, it is a Doraita. It's not a double Gezerah. Because we're talking about an Uman according to Buda. Uman is going to again apply this rule, this Machloket, whether a, whether a professional is, is considered Chayav when he does it in an abnormal way, if it's for him normal. Tani Chada, lo Azav In those days, Azav did not want to drip. And he would have a special pouch they would use to catch the drippings. And that's not a normal way to carry something. That's one bright that says. It's rabbinical because you don't normally carry things in that such a fashion. Easy answer. If you hold that, if that means, if you hold that abnormal carrying, if it's for you normal is normal, then you'll be chayav and the opposite, the opposite. Okay. Um, bum bum bum. Amale abaye emuda shamat lirbe eat me ear. When did me ear say this? We wanted to answer the two. That is when bemida lav hainu urche. It's not the normal. It's not the normal. But over here, bemida hainu urche mishamatle means here it's totally normal. It's not even a shinui at all. That is the way a zav acts. It's not, it's not an abnormality. Ilo te mahachi. If you're not going to agree with what I just said now. A person who's not an Uman, and he made a hole in a certain measurement called a Kav, and he doesn't do it in a very uh, professional way. You're going to tell me he's not Chayav? Of course he says you're Chayav, even though it's not professional, because uh, he's in the Limachav. So therefore, we want to know that... that uh, we want to know how do we answer the stira in the zav? How come one time the zav is chayav when he wears a pouch, one time he's not chayav when he wears a pouch? He should always be chayav, even though it's that, even though that's not the 
necessarily normal way, but that's that's the way for him, and that's acceptable. We know there's two times, that there's two ways of Zav. One is he sees twice, and then he's, he's not yet, doesn't bring a korban, even though it's a tamein. Three times he has to bring a korban. And he has to wait shivanakim. Maishna, what's the difference between the two? So one more time. If he saw twice, then he's mechayav. If he saw three times, he's patur. He needs to find out. It's important to him that 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 thing. Zabal says because he has to count seven days. We're talking about on that same day that he already saw three times. So therefore, this additional catching is not really so necessary, and therefore he's not chayav. I thought he, he needs it. It is necessary. She didn't get dirty. Something that you wear to protect yourself does not have chashivut. And therefore you're not chayav at all. It's not a kofe ka'ara ala kotel. If you pour a bowl, put a bowl upside down on a wall, when rain is coming down, and now the rain water falls into the fruit, if you put it up there, because you wanted the water to clean off your bowl. That means you wanted the water. If you did it to protect the wool from getting dirty, so it means in order for something to become tameh, I need to want the waters. So over here, I don't really want the waters on the, on the, on the item. I want it there to protect the, the, the wall. So protecting things from dirt is not considered chashuv. And so too, this zav that's wearing the kiss to protect them from dirt is not called a chashuv karen. When I says, midami, I can compare. Hatam lo kabailu lahanum ashkim klal. In that case, he wishes it didn't rain at all. So of course, if it's just there to protect it, you don't, that means I don't want those waters. Haka kabailu hulai kiss the kabula be zivai. He really does want it. Because, his, his, he needs it to, to catch the zivat. So when I says, Halodamya el Sefa. The Gemara says that this case of the Kabbalah Tumah is more comparable to the Sefa. What does it say? Arevash yarad delef letocha. I have a bowl that's there to catch, uh, the, 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 the leak in your roof. Maim nitazim nitzpim, water that go into enobichiyutan. It's not considered that I want it. But betochah, if it lands inside of it, raises bechiyutan. The water that goes in is called bechiyutan. The stuff on the side is not, even though the purpose of this bowl is to protect the house from dirt. So you see, the function of protecting something from dirt is considered chashuv. So that's the case. What's going to be the answer for the two brightot of the zav? New answer. Forget about the zav bal shteriot, the bal shalosh riot. Regardless, it's chashuv because it protects him. Which will go with the easy approach of Rashi. We can't now in this short time explain But the classic that Rashi discusses in his Shita is a dead body in a room. I want to take the body out not because I want it somewhere else. I just don't want it here. So that's not, I'm doing, not doing it for the, for the, for the, I, 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 the way Rashi explains this, I wish I didn't have to do it. I don't want it there, I just don't want it here, I wish I didn't have the whole thing at all. Similarly over here, you can't, the fact that you're catching the dripping 
I'd rather not have the dripping to catch, and therefore it's not considered sichal gufa, and therefore it goes into that machloket. And the two bright thought whether the zav's chayav for catching or not depends on the famous machloket Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yudah, which we will hopefully take care of at a different time.